Welcome to the Founders Conversation with Insight Now. You can watch these conversations live on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. Oh, well, welcome everybody. It is 2021. It's official. It's you- official. You guys doing all right? How you doing, Mark? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty busy. Pretty good. Um, just, uh, you know, just again, dealing with change of my plans. Um, oh. Go up into Sydney, hang out with a friend of mine uh, in in a few days' time, and it's got cancelled now because of an outbreak of COVID. Mm. Um, Was it two, it's, three cases? How many cases? Oh no, quite a few cases. Apparently, okay. I just I just heard of a couple, uh, a family, a family of thirteen, and they were in country um, Victoria. They set their GPS to find a coffee shop. And, and the GPS took them across a bridge and river into a coffee shop just across the other side. They didn't realize that was in another state. And they got apprehended and they cannot return. They have been taken into quarantine and they can't return for another, for two weeks or something because <laughs> they just crossed the border, just crossed the border to get this coffee. And it's like, oh my goodness. Like, I, I mean, I understand you got to have a border somewhere, you know, I understand. But there's not a lot of com- common sense in some of this. <laughs> no, you know? no, there really isn't. We've, I, I we've mean, having, having to... worked in law, having worked in yeah. a law area for a lot of my life, I understand how structured and how unyielding law is. Um, and that's why some people who are stuck in that law find grace to be abhorrent because it's 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 not yielding the, the sword to cut somebody in half because mm-hmm. or cut somebody up because they dared to step over the line you know there's you know there should be some common sense in that but yeah there isn't and so you know an innocent cup of coffee has turned into a nightmare yeah that's pretty wild that is pretty wild yep. mm. well how are you doing peter uh, did you cross the border? Are you doing all right? Yeah. <laughs> We've not traveled real far anywhere, but we are allowed to cross some borders over here. Um, so yeah, just praying for our nation a little bit right now and um, yeah. having a good time with family um, and friends here. Um, played some football with the boys tonight and they're really sort of coming along, uh, you know, where they can start to catch the ball and run some routes and, and some fun. of those sorts of things. So, so yeah, that, that was fun. Um, how are you doing, Chris? Yeah, doing really, really well. Um, I'm excited to see what happens um, with the election tomorrow. And by excited, I mean terrified. Uh, So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, It's been really interesting. This is one of those arenas where there's been so many strong prophetic words over Mm -hmm. uh, outcome. Um, And so I'm just I'm just believing the Lord's going to have his way. You know, he's just going to do his thing. and so it's it's also um, it's an interesting place because I I feel like I've heard pretty clearly about it, but I've not. It's not an area where I've I've needed to stake myself on it. Yeah, like a lot of prophets have. Yeah, a lot of prophets have gone full and staked a lot, and and which is great. I like I think it's great. I feel like uh, Bill Johnson said it really well in that you know he's praying that the the word of the prophets gets yeah. protected and guarded and, yes. and revealed. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm excited to see what the Lord does with that and terrified um, yeah. because I think either way uh, we're heading into a season in our country in America that um, we haven't probably never been in, in our lifetime. Yeah. Not um, that time. Not, you know, we've never, we've never seen this um, regardless of how it comes out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, have never been in this place. So both, both ways. Uh, yep. And um, so I'm, I we we spent some time Sunday praying for the nation, and I just I just think um, I think the intercessors are on full blast and they're going for it. And good. Um, you know, it's like uh, uh, normally this is a day where I'm I'm you know 
doing some doing a lot of work with our intercessors and i'm like no y'all just keep praying <laughs> yeah yeah you know like you don't need to talk to me you guys go for it you know yeah yeah so yeah yeah uh, yeah but hey i'm doing great you know i'm doing really good good have you guys gotten what? any skiing in in the last week you know Mika and quinn went up today she's with the homeschool academy and they have a ski and ride program over the winter and mika is one of the instructors that gets to go up and so she gets to go up every tuesday with quinn and go skiing and wow. so uh i you know quinn gets a lesson every week which is great um, yeah. and so mika said that uh, on the way down the mountain they called and uh, they were already seeing improvements in Quinn skiing just from one lesson. So that's exciting. That's great. Yep. What a beautiful yep. mountain that is. Yeah. I, I'll never forget the image though, Peter, of you stuck on snow ghost, which is the, the, this is the oh. back of the mountain chair that, that rises above the gully, like above, at least hundred feet up the mountain face, about 130. Oh, wow. At the peak from, from, from chair to ground. This is like an old chair. Old and, chair. No snow. No, no, no nothing. No, no one it, rode with me, which caused it to tilt like this the whole way up. And it was windy. It okay. was windy. It was old, and I didn't know what I was getting on. And it was about a 10 minute. <laughs> <laughs> I've never. I'm a, I'm on the chair with Dave Champion, right? And Dave and I, Dave was like, blah, blah, blah. You know, like we're just talking away. And I look up and I see. I'm holding on to that. Holding on to the pole, swinging like this. <laughs> and I, so I got my camera out and I took a picture. And I'm like, this is great. This is great. Oh, yeah. I'm not seeing that picture. Why oh, man. That picture? Next time. Next time. I'm throwing it in Voxer. I actually I sent it to uh, I sent it to Peter last time I went skiing. <laughs> but that that lift is gone now. Oh yeah. So they got rid of that and they replaced it with two other lifts. And so you will never have to experience that That's again. awesome. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't know ahead of time. I would have been too afraid to get on it, but oh, I yeah. just got surprised. Well, and I love that we get off and he's still quoting scriptures to himself when he got <laughs> off. He's like mumbling under his breath. Praying in the spirit. <laughs> his angels will bear me up. And he was like, ah, guys, that was a little, that was Lord, a little much. He's my protector. He's my, you know. Like, <laughs> And uh, Dave Champion is on. Hey, Dave. Hey, Dave. <laughs> Dave, good to see. You. I got lost telling my stories. I wasn't even, I wasn't even thinking about these comments. Oh man, now, Dave, Dave remembers this. Dave, Dave remembers was great this. to ski with. Both you and Chris were really encouraging. I appreciated it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lots of fun. Lots of fun. Well, we're we're in 2021. This is a season of, uh, you know, year one of the decade is over right 2020 yeah. we all saw 2020 was the start of a new era new decade. and i think prophetically across the board we've heard over and over and over that 2020 was the beginning of a decade yeah uh, and, and the beginning of a new era in mm -hmm. the in the uh kingdom yeah that's um, good and so we've talked a lot about what that would look like and you know we've talked about it being an era of wisdom the word of wisdom but it, this is um um you know beginning of a new year in that new era and so, you know, we talk about, um, we talked a little bit beforehand about being prepared for new beginnings. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just going to open up the floor and say, you know, what, are, what, are we, what do we got today? Yeah. What are, what are some things we're marinating on here? Peter, you had a good word. Yeah. Um, one of the things that the Lord has started speaking to me about a week ago before the start of the new year was just from John chapter one, you know, in the beginning was the word. And it just stood out to me that as we start the year, you know, in the beginning was the word. And it says, and the word was with God, as we know, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. And it says all things were made through him who the word and without the word, nothing was made that was made. And, you know, I think at the start of the year, there's always this sort of anticipation of, uh, what is it that God's saying? What is it that I want to step into? What is being highlighted to me? Um, maybe even some people do goals and these sorts of things. And just that encouragement uh, for all of us that nothing's going to be made apart from the word. And when I say the word, I'm not saying it in some sort of like uh, theological study sense. You know, I'm, I'm saying it in terms of having an active, vibrant relationship with what it is that God is saying. 
And um, earlier in December, the Lord spoke to me and said, the spirit of faith is simply saying yes to what it is that I'm saying. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I'm reminded as well from John chapter six, where Jesus says, don't labor for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures to everlasting life, which the son of man will give you because God, the father has set a seal on him. And they asked Jesus something so profound. It's one of my favorite questions in scripture. What shall we do that we may do the works of God? Mm. And I think about that and it's like, man, if you even ask your boss at a job, what should I do to be a good worker? They'd give you a laundry list. And here Jesus speaking to all believers for all time gives a one sentence answer. And he said, this is the work of God. Mm -hmm. you believe in him whom he sent. And so when we say yes, when we believe in the one whom he sent, which is the word, Jesus said, you know, that he's the word. When we believe in God's word, that is the work of God because mm -hmm. nothing is made mm -hmm. apart from the word. And so I think as we're thinking about the beginning, as I'm thinking about the beginning of the year, I'm just really thinking about the simplicity again of simply saying yes to what it is that God is saying. Yeah. Yep. I wonder, um, I wonder how often uh, we think we know what God's saying, but we don't, mm. you know, like we think we, like we all see through a, through the glass dimly. Yeah. And, and, and I feel like 2020 revealed what we don't know. Mm. Good work. Right? There. Like it, it just revealed a lot of the dimness yeah. um, that we thought we saw. Um, and so God, God is really good at, at lovingly, mm -hmm. gently, wisely revealing mm -hmm. in us those things that we can't necessarily see well. Yeah. And so I, I think it's important to look at this concept of, of what was the one sentence instruction, you know, that, yeah. that Jesus gave It's like, Oh, belief. Yes. Okay. It's super simple. Um, and, and when we don't quite know what to, what we're seeing or what's coming, mm -hmm. I feel like, I feel like a lot of prophetic people are dealing with this right now. Yeah. Um, and we're, we're trusting gut and intuition mm. a lot right now as you're, if you're prophetic and a feeler, like I yeah. am, yeah. you know, I, I just, I feel things. I'm just trusting my gut on 90% mm -hmm. of the things. And I'm like, Lord, mm -hmm. I hope this is you, you know, like, and I'm mm -hmm. praying over it and I'm asking for clarity. Yeah. And yet mm -hmm. I really have to go back and just believe the word of the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, I had a great conversation with somebody about this today, even where, where, you know, sometimes you hear something and then you got to go, okay. Father, is this your heart? Mm. Is this you? You gotta you gotta begin to wait. Come back to the basics of the mm. simplicity of the will of the Father. Mm. That's um, good, Chris. And, and I think that might be a great preparation point for the beginning of yeah. this year. Yeah. Like, let's go back to the basics of just testing everything that we're hearing with the will of the Father. Is this God's heart? Is this? Yeah. And it's not because we're off. It's not because we're even wrong. But yeah. maybe the way we're we're interpreting what we should yeah. do and how we're doing it, where maybe we've we've missed some things. So I don't know. That's so good. I think one of the principles. I think one of the so a principle of interpretation, in in fact, is uh, the principle of first mention. Mm -hmm. and I think mm -hmm. what first mention causes you to do is keep coming back to a particular Ooh. point. You know, mm -hmm. it's like if you're if you're doing something, you come back to the measurements, or you come back to mm -hmm. the foundation, or you come back yeah. to so that you can recalibrate so that mm -hmm. you can you can uh, make sure you're not off or you know um you know make sure that you are you know operating out of a, the correct way and that's why for me i keep coming back to okay so jesus said this in the beginning yeah you know, he said listen the kingdom of heaven is really close it's at hand and in order to possess it you're gonna have to change the way that you think you're gonna actually have to change mm -hmm. your thinking um and he, he didn't tell us how we would have changed that. Um, he, he, he just, you know, knew that circumstances were going to come that would mm -hmm. cause us to be Good changing, word. which is really what 2020 was about. You know, we yeah. got so, so many things, you know, like, like people are saying, and, and I, you know, I'm now saying is we're never going to be the same. Mm -hmm. No. Nope. And the Father doesn't want us to be the same. No. Nope. You know, but yeah. so often... You That's have good. to um, you have to go through some some things, and sometimes we don't change because we have an option not to change. Mm -hmm. So, but, so that when there's no option and you are almost forced into it, um, that's when you start to 
change and, and start to position yourself mm-hmm. um, um, in, in a different place. Yeah. And so it's important to come back to, you know, it's the prayer that Jesus taught us. I keep coming back to that. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, um, Jesus said, are we to pray for the kingdom to come? That that means that he knows the kingdom's going to come. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and you have to keep reminding yourself the kingdom's going to come. The, ki- yeah. the kingdom is here and it's going to come. Mm. You know, his dominion, the dominion of the king has come. So it doesn't matter what's happening all around about us. Mm-hmm. I could actually hold to that mm. because that's the truth. Yeah. You know, I can hold to that, that heaven is is meant to be, you know, on earth. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm. Heavenizing earth. Mm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, am I living in a life where things are going to get worse and worse and worse and worse? Well, <laughs> um, maybe, but I also know that as sin abounds, grace abounds even more. So mm-hmm. as things are getting worse, there's more of more of heaven is invading earth. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I can stay I can stay encouraged. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's so good, Mark. That what you're saying about the first mention and recalibrating mm-hmm. to a standard is so strong. Yeah. Um, you know, and it just reminds me of, you know, your word is a lamp unto uh, my feet. Mm-hmm and a light unto my path. You know, there's just something about that. It's like when stuff gets too confusing to even perceive what's going on, yeah. you can still cast a light by speaking his word out of your mouth, straight down onto your feet. And you might not be able to see prophetically far ahead, but you can keep yourself from stumbling in the meantime. Amen. Amen. In well, fact, the, the word promises that you won't stumble. Yes. Well, yep. well we, we teach people. We teach people in the prophetic arena of, uh, you know, operating in the gifts. We teach them, okay, so is this word contrary to the word of God and to the nature of heaven? Mm-hmm. You know, if it is, reject it. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's right. Um, it's, 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 it's how you can tell. Yep. Um, and so anything that comes, you know, like if you, if you had somebody prophesying, well, the Lord says that you can walk into Walmart and take anything you like without paying, <laughs> you know, because it's your day, you know, it's your, you know, whatever else. Well, we, we, you're above only yeah. and not beneath. You know what? I just got to tell you what just happened. I just saw us taking a video clip of that and just <laughs> posting it everywhere. So everyone has permission to go into Walmart because it's their day. Mark said it. <laughs> but I'm selling but, YouTube ads. But listen, if you let me finish, <laughs> we know that's contrary to the word of God. We yeah. know that's contrary to the nature mm-hmm. of, of God. So we know that that word, as nice as it may sound for some people, mm-hmm. is not a word of the Lord. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Because the standard, It's we brought the mirror of the nature of heaven mm-hmm. and the word of God, and we've we've looked into it because mm-hmm. we, we can e- like we can easily be deceived. Mm-hmm. Our yep. own emotions yep. will deceive us. Yep, they will. You know, it's it's they like a, I, I've been in that place where it's, I've interpreted what somebody said um, because of neededness or stuff into me, and 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 got really upset with them because they said something. That they weren't saying, but I received it in a, in, in a way because I was deceived by my uh, own emotions well, and mm-hmm. responded to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think you know Kevin states it really well. It's his expectation, not ours. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We can't keep doing the same thing expecting different results. Right, Mark. Mm-hmm. Um, you know yep. what? What I find really interesting is I had a I had a um, thank you, Nathaniel. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it is a T-shirt. I'm gonna give you some. Mark Crawford. I, I, Mark Crawford will be titled with a photo of Mark Crawford. Okay, on with the that shirt. nice logo. And and Nathaniel, I'm gonna give you a cut of all the revenue. That was so good. All right. Just say like, hey. The you guys the, are bad. The wealth of the nations, the wealth of the nations, I feel it coming. And, and Chris, right. and Chris oh, yeah. then will declare that he stepped into his abundance anointing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the transfer of wealth has come. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Lord. Oh, dear. Oh, this is good. Oh, Father, help us. Oh. Well, you know heaven's around. You know heaven's around this, this time because we're so much joy, even in trying to figure out what the word of the Lord is. Right? Yep. We're, we're experiencing a ton of joy, which is so much fun. Can I, I, I just think it's really interesting because we, you know, you're talking about, you know, obviously um, this concept of recalibrating. Mm -hmm. I think this is so critical because what I'm seeing happen is that because many prophetic people have not recalibrated how they're hearing. Yeah. Because I, I feel like when the deck, when the decade changed, God, the way wow, God good word. spoke kind of shifted a little bit. And some mm -hmm. people are stuck in the, in the two thousands mm -hmm. um, and, and we need to be in the 2020s now. And so mm -hmm. the 2010s, I mean, and so if you're 20 years behind, hallelujah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but I feel like some, some of the reason why, um, how do I want to say this? I'll just say it. Some of the reasons that I sense some prophetic people aren't shifting with how God's speaking today is because there's actually an element of pride, which is, which is um, attached to self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing that I see is like, there's an unconscious, um, desire for approval that is sabotaging their ability to hear today. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, and, and if I dig that out just a, a little bit further, maybe you guys have something else around that, or it'll just sit wherever, but I feel like this changing our thinking, right? We're talking about how we have to change our thinking. Mark's talking directly about that. We have to change our thinking about, about some of this stuff. Mm -hmm. And we're waiting for words to be fulfilled with the old thinking, with the old thing. So we're leaning into old words that the Lord actually has shifted and moved in this next season. Mm. Not, that the, not that the foundation of the word was accurate, but the how has changed. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. The interpretation has moved. Yeah, wow. we're yep. still stuck trying because, and we're sabotaging the future because we're stuck on a form of old. Wow, yeah. does, that, does that make sense? We've not changed. We've not changed with really the definition good. changing. So the definition's yeah. changed. Yes, but we we're stuck back here with yeah. an old, and that's where it's like it's not lining up. Yeah. it's not coming into alignment. I think that's that's a crucial way in you know somewhere in Isaiah it says, "Behold, I do a new thing." Mm. You know, it's behold, I do a new thing. God, yeah. God is the master of new things. And he says, and do you that, not perceive it. Do you not perceive do you not? it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so that's that's that whole thing is that a new thing is requires new thinking. It, mm -hmm. A new year mm -hmm. requires new calibration. It requires it requires new because it's new. Yeah. Mm. Right. I mean, it's. Yeah. It, I know it's profound, oh, but it's, mm -hmm. it's a new year. So a new year requires yeah. new thinking, new things, new those sorts of things. And yeah. but if you if you remain in the old, you know it's 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 my perspective. I've been saying this for quite some time. Mm -hmm. How can you possess the kingdom when you're staying in the church era? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, there's there's even this reality that. The way that my words would come as a prophet in, in prophetic and, and, and as a prophet or as a leader in general, mm -hmm. when you sense the Lord wants to do something and then in the past, you always saw it maybe come to pass a certain way. So you became pretty certain that the way that you saw things be fulfilled made mm -hmm. you like you would see it happen a certain way. But more importantly, it made you feel a certain way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that payoff is gone for a lot of prophets. Mm. The feel is gone. Wow. And, and, and I think that one of the things that I want to just encourage people in right now is that, you know, God's recalibrating how you feel him. Come on, Chris. It, it, it's a new, it's a new era. And we got, everybody got thrown into tumult in 2020, right? Like everything is a little chaotic, but now God is settling us on his word, which is why we have to recalibrate, right? We mm -hmm. got to recalibrate because we're not seeing clearly yet. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and if we're leaning on our feels, if we're leaning into the things that have always worked for us, because 
maybe God wants us to put in a little more effort into intimacy than just what we're hearing. Mm -hmm. You know, like there's some things there I feel like God's calling us into. So, um, Chris, that word that you just said, we're not seeing clearly yet. Isn't that a word for 2020, 2020 vision? Mm -hmm. And um, I just want to say, Chris, that word that you gave um, was just so strong. And I told you guys, you know, probably nine months ago or um, six months ago, something that I had heard this word and I was kind of concerned about it because I was like, oh, I don't want to have a bad heart. But I heard heard the Lord say to me um, that the prophets were going to struggle to prophesy accurately in this era. Yeah. And, and Chris, I haven't really known what to do with that um, word. And some of the things you were just sharing there, I think, um, are some of the first things that I've heard that kind of start to give me okay, cool. some resonance um, with it. One of the things that you said too that stands out to me is is God's particularly interested with what our prophetic process makes us feel like. Mm-hmm. And I went through a process, as you guys know, the last three months or so, where the Lord just um, He removed a lot of external sources of validation. And oh, okay. I'm thankful for it. But it's like you know, there's pruning, and I've had pruning before. Um, but someone told me, you know, that there's something like being stripped, where it's like there's there's no nothing left to prune, you know, and, yeah. uh, and that's, that's something I experienced these last few months. And to whatever extent I can, I just want to encourage any prophetic people out there that uh, we don't need to have our validation in anything other. And it very well might be, Chris, from what you're saying, I'm getting this sense that I think there might be some recalibration that's going on within the prophetic yeah. community. And, yep. and, and we just pray grace over that in Jesus' yeah. name. I yeah. wonder... You know, I think you're you're sort of defining um, what I've had a sense about in any case. You know, it's like I really wish that I could, you know, sort of prophesy in the realm of 2021. It's going to be the Mm -hmm. best year ever. It's going to be all of this sort of stuff. We're not going to have any more of what we had and, you know, all of those sorts of things. Um, I I would love to do that because I'm an optimistic, hopeful person. Amen. And so I think why the prophets are struggling is that they they know that we've got challenges and there's things ahead, and they're trying to put it in a way that's very redemptive or very yeah. um, positive or hope filled. Yeah. Um, um, you know, for people, um, and not come across um, as a um, as a doom and gloom. Yeah. Right. Prophet. Um, well. And and so the reality is trying to trying to couch the terms or communicate the term. And I think it's the yeah. same with a new thing. You know, it, it, the Father calls it a new thing because it's not yet yep. established that you can describe it. It's a thing. Whoa. Whoa. I'm, Sorry, yeah. Chris, you were going to say something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, you know, we're talking about this um, – 2020 era of wisdom. So what does wisdom unlock? Wisdom unlocks miracles, right? Just like words of knowledge unlock healing, words of wisdom mm-hmm. unlock miracles. Sure. So maybe maybe what we're maybe what we're struggling with with giving definition to um, the both and, right? Like how do we how do we be really clear like we're going to have a tough time. Like this is not going to be a cakewalk. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't believe 2021, 22, 23, and 24 are going to be a cakewalk. I think they're going to be very difficult years. The only reason why I even give it that much time that it's going to be difficult is because God's preparing his people for a long road of both and. Yes, you will have struggle. Yes, you will have suffering. And be of good cheer. We'll see the most miraculous miracles that you have ever seen ever happen. Why? Because the church is beginning to learn wisdom through the difficulty. Mm-hmm. We're going to begin to see miracles unlocked because we're willing to step out of our comfort zone prophetically, right? We're willing to hear him differently because we're going to have to, right? Yeah. So, so why did Jesus say at the beginning of his ministry, why did he say, listen, the kingdom is close by, Right, but you're going to have to change the way because what he was saying was the the thinking that got you to this point is not enough not, yep. to take Amen. you into Amen. possession Amen. of the land, the oh. promised land. Right? Yeah. So 
what he's yep. saying is yep. it's just like the people of Israel. They come right yep. into yep. towards the promised land. They don't have the thinking yep. that they could possess the land with. They have to go into the wilderness and get a new thinking, get a new identity, new understanding, all mm -hmm. of those sorts of things. Wow. And so that's what Jesus is wow. saying. He said, listen, you're, you, I, I want to bring you an upgrade. You know, and and the father tends to use setups. Mm -hmm. There it right? is, not in a bad way, mm -hmm. but a setup mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. actually bring us into an upgraded thinking. Yes, yeah. I would say to you, I would say to you, and I know you two guys, but all three of us, yeah, have have been upgraded in our thinking Dude. in our lives yeah. because of twenty twenty. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. We're in so, a different place. Yeah. I, I know, Peter, you probably have some thoughts. I know I have some thoughts, but I want to bring in Kevin's thoughts here. Kevin says, people have gotten too comfortable with how they hear. God stays the same, but we need to keep growing and changing to be more like him. Uh, and I think we can all give a hearty amen to that. That mm -hmm. is a great mm -hmm. insight, Kevin. Anyone yeah. want to comment on that? Well, Chris, I know you and I have talked about before that, um, you know, if we preach a message a certain way, it's like, why not do it that way again? If we hear God a certain way, why not hear him that way again? We just all can tend to, to, to be formalistic in it. And the only yeah. way to do it, like it's you easy. said before, is, is intimacy, right? Yeah. And so it's, intimacy, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's intimacy that's, that was the source the first time, and it's intimacy that's meant to be the source the next time. And he said, oh, so good. Don't, don't do the daily bread. You know, don't do weekly bread. Don't do monthly bread. Don't do formulaic bread do daily bread you know and yeah 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 so, so yeah i think kevin so so on and i think that the the answer to that in large part is to not turn success into a formula but instead turn relationship into the the ever ending formula yeah uh, come on amen that's so is good. that a word formulaic yes i think it is it is a real word uh, I've, just, I've learned something thank you very much you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome. It's okay. Your toilet spin backwards. We, you know, we just, we just deal with that. All right. So Nathaniel White says, feeling the same things here. Prophets needing to hear more variety of words than they've heard in the past. That's great. While still delivering and measuring them by God's heart. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Yep. Um, and then uh, he said, such good word, Chris. Amen. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, here's what's interesting. You talk about the promised land, Mark. You know, you were making this this you know thing about the promised mm -hmm. land, and and like, okay, so God puts us in these seasons. Peter, you're just talking about being in the desert, daily mm -hmm. bread. Yeah, right? it's like, okay, God wants to cross the cross the people of God into this next promised land, mm -hmm. into this next generation, this next era. So, so. Uh, behold, I will do and leave the thing. Now it shall spring so forth. He'll even know. make a road in the wilderness and rivers River in the, the desert. desert. Wow. See, interesting. see what yep. happens is, what happens is a road in the wilderness no longer makes that a wilderness. A Whoa. river in the desert no longer makes that a desert. Come on. Yep. Come That's on. what a new thing will do. That's what partnering with a new thing will do so a new year is far more than just the fact the calendar's ticked over yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. it's letting go of what here okay but it's getting positioned we are being positioned mm. so what attaches the prophets or what attaches the men and women of god to old thinking what 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 prevents the men and women of god from stepping out from old thinking um and what 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 prevents that like what keeps people stuck I'm just going to ask because I feel like some people are like, okay, I want that, but I'm stuck. Mm. So what are the things well, that prevent that? Well, one, one thought that I have is, is to go back to what Mark was saying before, because I think actually you're supposed to say a little bit more about it, Mark, is pay attention to your setup. Mm. There's, there's circumstances mm. to our life. And what I'm talking about is, you know, you, uh, you get a message from somebody that bugs you. And you're like, why am I bugged by this? You know, you get you get a, a conversation that you really struggle with, or a job task that for some reason sort of sets you on edge, and you pay attention to your setups. In other words, instead of blowing past them, inviting God into them, and inviting the voice of others into them, 
and all of a sudden your setups become like you were saying, Mark, sort of the, the seed bed for upgrade. Mm. So you I, mean like people can't see the setup? Like they're not aware they're being set up? I think sometimes, I think other times what we do in the setup, great question. What we do when we have that moment, we don't realize God's setting it up and we're not realizing that this is a James one moment where he's about to cause okay. this to be worthy of, you know, count it all joy when you face these trials because your, your faith is going to go up. Your thinking is going to go up, right? Instead, what we do is we try to force past mm. those things in our old way. Like, let me into the promised land. Do not demand me to change. Let me into the promised land. Do not demand me to change. Get this thing out of my way. I'm moving forward just as I've always been. Not really. Okay. God's like, you could move forward in peace and yeah. a new man if, okay. if you let me do this work in this. Well, the, the point is um, the people didn't go into the promised land on the first round because they didn't believe what God said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God said, this land I'm giving to you, it's yours. They didn't believe that. Yeah. They went in and they found every reason for why they couldn't take the land because they were looking at their own strength. They had forgotten that he says, I've given it to you, yeah. which is, as Deborah says, fear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's another reason too um, is that people, when you fought for something, when you have got something and been given it to you, don't want to let it go. Mm -hmm. It's it's like pruning. Yeah, I mean, who, who wants mm -hmm. to be pruned? Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. it's like I, I want to stay comfortable. I want to stay okay. I want to stay in what I've had or what I've fought for or what I've got. Failing to failing to realize that whatever you hold on to and fail to to let go of you will lose that's mm -hmm. so good mark so the point um about that is it's 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 having a confidence in god right having a confidence in him that he has said it but it's it's can i explain it like this um um uh, it, it really does come back to believing god Mm -hmm. like we say we do yeah but you only you only realize that you do when you're tested and you have an opportunity not to believe yeah yeah so so it's like had had they in that place said well there's a lot of giants here there's a lot of tough things but god said that we're going to have it he says yeah. it's ours yeah so he must have a way it's like abraham yeah. taking isaac up to yeah. kill him yeah. As a sacrifice, he's thinking, well, I don't know what plan you've got, God, but you've got something good. Mm -hmm. You're a good God. You've got some things. So I, I'm just going to be obedient to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think that I think a lot of people are tired and offended. Mm. I think a lot of a lot of people are tired um, because they haven't seen clearly. So they've leaned really heavily into their gift more than into intimacy. Um, and when you lean into your gift more than intimacy, you don't see clearly and you're tired. I disagree you know? with you. I disagree okay. with you, Chris. Yeah, I think a lot of people I Get think it. a lot of people are offended and tired. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we'll start with offense then. Uh, yeah. I think I think that I think that's like uh, when you were talking, Peter, um, and we we're talking about fear and we're talking about pruning. Mm -hmm. talking, I'm like, oh man. People are tired. Mm. You know, they're tired. They're tired of not seeing the word of the Lord come to pass because they believe that they are hearing clearly. Mm. They believe that the words that the way that they're interpreting it is accurate. Yeah. And can I, can I just, I just want to give a shout out to find yourself a prophetic community Yeah. that you can bounce that stuff off of some people yeah. Otherwise, you're just by yourself and stuck in your head. Yes. Or you will only attract people that agree with you. We got it. We got to find people like you. Notice Mark just said, Chris, I totally disagree with you. Mm -hmm. That doesn't bother me at yeah. all. Yeah. I embrace that. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, like, because because if you can carry a little bit of, of, purity of heart. And I'm not saying that my heart's always pure, but I, I think that there's this place where you can be a, um, unoffended, mm -hmm. right? Especially yep. in the context of relationship that allows someone to speak into your life that is so desperately needed. And our prophets need it. Our, our prophets need to be able to be unoffendable in this season. 
Mm-hmm. But don't you think though that you can you really be you really step more into the unoffendableness when you when you are okay with who you are? Absolutely, yeah. definitely. When you Absolutely. when you're really we're really yep. okay with uh-huh. with you. If I think of my life where I've had difficulties in this arena, it's because I wasn't yet fully wasn't fully healed. Yeah, and and there's insecurities. Um, and when you're secure in, in everybody loving you or secure in everything going okay or you're secure, you know, it's like Bill, Bill Johnson says, you know, insecurity is just being secure in the wrong things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that when you, when you have that, then you become uh, in a place where you're not, you're, not, you're not secure. You're not secure that God is good, that he, he, he is the one that's in charge you know, yeah. all of those, all of those sorts of things. Yeah. And we become, we become threatened and we become fearful. We become, mm-hmm. you know, all of those, all of those sorts of things. Mm. And um, I, I, I think that there's a lot of, there's a lot of answer to prophetic stuff that's happening. It's just not looking like we thought it was, mm-hmm. you know, we, yeah. we have a view of what that looks like. And usually it's, it's so much about our comfort, you know, and it's, a, it's about, being more comfortable and you know all of those sorts of things um and and it's not about that at all actually it's it's about us being salt and light mm-hmm. in 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 places that need that salt and light yeah deborah says that's so true mark wounded hearts can hold us back it's good deborah so you so what here, here we are. We come, we're coming back to some basic things again. Yes. Yeah. One of those yep. is identity. Yes. You know, it's it's realizing you know who God is, mm-hmm. right? And so there's different dimensions of that. And so we come into a new year. There's new language required. There's new there's new thinking required. There's new. Otherwise, we would just reproduce what we had last year. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, like you, uh-huh. you, we said this before, uh-huh. you can't do yeah. Yeah. the same things and Whoa. expect a different result. It's insanity. You can't even move to a new town and get a new result. <laughs> Not with the same thinking. Not with the same thinking. Yeah. No, th- yep. Thinking is thinking is everything. You know, I, mm. you know, I, I've come to realize too that, you know, I can prophesy as much as I want to that. Um, I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose some weight, which is. But unless I change my thinking, yeah. I won't change my behaviour. So I have to right. change my thinking about food and about mm-hmm. exercise, those sorts mm-hmm. of things, which I am in the process of doing. Mm-hmm. Amen. I love it. Yep. Hmm. Hmm. So one of the you know we talk about identity, some of these basics. One of them is learning how to forgive and to let go of offense mm-hmm. you know i think that's a real basic spiritual truth that we just have to learn how to walk in and um uh perhaps perhaps there's something there around um especially in how we interact with um the people who are stuck in the church era um, I, I see a lot of people offended with people still stuck in the church era that aren't willing to mm-hmm. move into the next thing. And it actually is preventing their, their ministry from moving forward or mm-hmm. preventing them from, because they're like, but we should be that we got to go here, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, but you're offended. Mm-hmm. And, and they defend their position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Defense their position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's you know. a sign of self-deception. So, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, um, I, I think there has to be a, a lot more letting go of mm. certain things. And mm. it, it's, it's, it's like this wonderful story, that illustration that we've given about the trapeze artist. You know, the trapeze artist going from this trapeze to this trapeze has to let go at some stage. Yeah. As long as so he good. holds on to this one, he's never going to possess this one. Yep. But when you let go of that, you're in, in between and it's mm-hmm. just like um, – it's 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 uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you, you haven't got either yet. Mm-hmm. 
But in order to get this one over here, you have to let go of that. And so yeah. often people won't let go of this, but they yeah. want this. And and all that's going to do is rip you apart. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't, I, I'm, I'm planning on, on having an author of a great book called become you uh, Nathaniel white. Who's actually on here. I'm going to, I want to interview him on the insight now. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, and our plan is to do that on Friday. I hadn't talked to you yet, Peter, but I just felt like you were just hitting on stuff that Nathaniel's knocking out of the park in his book. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, we're going to be, you know, pursuing that. Um, I'll have that scheduled here later, but um, that's going to be hard. Nathaniel and Amy, uh, been yeah. thinking about you guys and just so excited for you guys. And like you're saying, Chris, I really think that, that, um, some of the things you're speaking to Nathaniel, um, you know, I know you wrote that book a couple years ago, it seems to me. Um, but it's like, it was ahead of some yep. things that are, that are now relevant. And so I yep. think it's really coming into its time. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yep. 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 Yeah, it's about time you interviewed some authors. <laughs> hey, Hey, Oh, oh no. That was dirty. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> So one of the things about offense that was coming to my mind. <laughs> I'm not offended. Maybe, I'm maybe not offended. some examples can be helpful. <laughs> yeah, so Nathaniel agrees he was ahead of his time. And <laughs> no, I, I, I really believe that the Lord is raising up some really amazing, fresh voices yeah. into the earth um, that um, are not regurgitating old principles, mm -hmm. but they're creating fresh language for the things that God is saying. And, and I know that's one of the things that we're called to do. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got, you know, maybe about 10, 15 minutes left in our normal hour allotted time. Yeah. And I'm wondering if it's not a good time to have a conversation around retooling language around this um, obedience, submission, fear of the Lord um, concept. Hmm. Uh, we talked a little bit earlier about maybe having that conversation, but let's take hmm. 10 minutes and pick that apart. Um, <laughs> because, because Mark, you made a great statement that some of those words get used and what happens? People go, they shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's something that I've been looking at and I, I've, I've seen that the definitions that we've used up until this point of time, um, aren't, uh, adequate for um, the next season or the next time. I mean, very good concepts, very good things, mm -hmm. um, and but they don't quite um, uh, they don't quite produce what we are are expecting. It's because of um, past experiences, past abuses, you know, all of those sorts of yeah. things. That's why you know sometimes you can get people to manifest when you start to talk about submission. Yeah. The reason mm -hmm. why is because their understanding of submission. Um, and and so I think there's some other words that the perhaps we could take that are fresh and some and some almost upgraded language. It doesn't mean to say that that is an old or we throw it out. We're not throwing it out. We're just retooling it. We're just, you know, bringing it into um, a, a place where it, it, we're helping people to it communicate some things. And we've yeah. seen that with language development yeah. um, and certain types of words come in, you know, whether it be, you know, like everybody knows what social distancing is now, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. and, um, you know, we, we have other, other, other words that have come in that um, and I can't think of anything else right at the moment, but I do know that there are other words yeah. that that are now used all around the place, and they're quite um, they're quite good at explaining. So I think that's what we that what we need to go after. Mm. Yeah. So you know what word keeps coming to me for the fear of the Lord is fearless intimacy. Um, yep. You know, and the reason why I say fearless intimacy is because you live your life in a, such a passion in such a pattern in such a manner that at any moment there's this fearlessness to be with him. Yeah. Like there's yeah. nothing to withhold you from him. And that to me is much more descriptive than actually saying something like the fear of the Lord. It, or, yeah. Even though I'm totally, I'm, I'm, I, 
okay with I'm it. okay with but it. But I think yeah. you've just taken it, and we're just taking it into a new realm when we talk about fearless intimacy because it actually communicates um, a lot more of what that intent of that is. You know, it's, and, it's, and, it's, it's, it feels, yeah. It, it, it also um, expresses the fear of the Lord in the light of the cross. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's what that's what I was going to say, Chris. I think sometimes the definitions need to change because the context has changed, and it's easy sometimes to um, mix covenants and stuff like that, and how we think about things. And depending on how people have been taught about things, maybe out of the wrong covenant, uh, or or at least the not the current covenant, you know, and, and all of that that sort of stuff. And so I think that I think that you're right, Chris. Is that part of part of it is understanding that it's the goodness of God that even leads us to repentance about the fear mm -hmm. of the Lord. And um, a, a thing that as we think about language, one of the things I've been fascinated about with language is the idea of descriptive versus prescriptive thinking. Right. The ability to describe a something is some, something different than the ability to prescribe something. And so the fear of the Lord is the phrase in the Bible so often. But how do you get to the fear of the Lord? You know, and there's scriptures that talk about that. And that that's where the prescription comes in. And that's where it's so much more helpful because like you say, something like fearless intimacy. In other words, my intimacy with the father is a prescription that helps produce the fear of the Lord. When you give someone a description or a measurement tool, like the mm. fear of the Lord as a goal without a prescription to get there, it becomes legalism. And yep. so um, instead of <laughs> so good. when you give a prescription, you start to give a pathway to start yeah. moving towards a destination that's described throughout the word. But the prescription is the grace that gets you there, the pathway of grace that gets you there. That's why we're moving from the information age into the wisdom age, because information is important. Um, and information without wisdom, which is the application of, of that information, mm -hmm. is, is where we are in the era of. So yeah. that's why it, we it's much more about talking about how you do something yeah. rather than simply you just need to do it. Yes, that's it. That's it. That's it. So I think yeah. that, that might be a frame of reference as we look at a lot of these definitional things to understand that so often the disconnect has been things are described, but they're not prescribed. And mm. if you find the prescription, you're actually unlocking the grace era version of how to move into that sort of a that's thing. That's awesome. That's so, so good. So because um, um, uh, laughter is good medicine, then my prescription for you is to have um, laughter three times a day. You could have it before or after meals. <laughs> I love it. That's it. <laughs> and there and there are lots of side effects. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is this is when I put up Mark's special banner underneath the. <laughs> um, is he going to do it? So. No. Speaking of um, speaking of definitions, um, Kathy Phillips asks a question. So the church age, as we are now in the kingdom age, and I think it's the we're in the uh, in betweens. Mm -hmm. But there's a definition that needs to be had for some people. Mm -hmm. Mark, do you want to do you want to do a, a thirty second dive on kingdom age versus church age? Well, yeah. So the so. The, there's so many differences between the, the, the church age and the kingdom age. The church age is really about going to church. Uh, the kingdom age is about being the church. Mm -hmm. um, the, the church age uh, is so much a focus upon ministry uh, operating from the, uh, from the church towards the church. Mm. Um, it's, it's understanding that all of, the, all of the church is in the kingdom, but not all of the kingdoms in the church. It's understanding that the the church is the messenger, um, the kingdom is the message, mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot more that you could actually say. But we're moving from the focus being on the church uh, and building the church and going to the church, um, where the kingdom age is about being the church. It's about it's about sending people out from that place. It does not in any way, shape, or form. Uh, take away from the community of believers called the church, but mm -hmm. it's it's a different perspective. It's a different yeah. uh, outlook. It's it's about the church looking Perfect. towards advancing the kingdom. Yes. Oh, yeah, come on, thank you, thank you. That was really so good. good. Yep, Dave's letting the joy out. 
<laughs> right. Couple yeah. couple laugh emojis. So good. The information, the wisdom age. Thank you, Peter and Mark. And then we have Deborah. She took her prescription already. She, she laughed she out did. loud right here That's in the chat. Right now. It's it's who it's, let I, the joy out. Come on, Kathy. Seriously, in, in what's coming ahead is we, we need to let the joy out. Mm -hmm. I mean, otherwise you're going to cry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need criers. So one is trying to let the joy out. Hey, listen, Dave. You need to let the joy out. Okay? <laughs> and I'm going to say it with a very, very frowny, stern face. All right. And then we got Kathy. Great. Thanks for the explanation, Mark. Awesome. Um, let's let's uh, talk about new beginnings and maybe have an impartation. Any final mm -hmm. words of wisdom? Anything that we feel like needs to be released today? Uh, this is a foundational word. Yeah. You know that that you know God is actually recalibrating us on how we hear God, the way that we operate. He wants to make it simple. He wants us to believe. He's trying to get us to change our thinking. There's a lot of things that the Lord is doing, and He's prepared us, and will continue to prepare us to step into those things. So, um, I'll turn it over. What do you guys? What do you guys want to well, leave let, everyone? Let me just say. Um Really, really quickly, I, I really think that the Father wants us to see 2021 through his eyes, yeah, yes. through his perspective, yes. mm -hmm. and not through our emotional response to what's going on around about us. That's a really good word. Um, you know, and to and to look at it from from him, you know, what he's up to, what he's doing, because he's doing a lot. And as I said before, he's doing a lot more behind our back than he is in front of our face. Mm. There's a lot more going on behind the scenes. Uh, I know in both arenas, both hell, you know, hell's doing a lot of stuff, but heaven's doing even more. Mm -hmm. um, and so, always, um, you know, always, um, always. and so. Um, interpreting what's going on around about us according to heaven's view on it is 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 what is truth mm. we know facts and truth you can't deny the facts these are facts but what's heaven's view what's heaven's perspective is the truth mm. that's good well um i just when you asked Chris, for us to do something here at the end, I just saw a picture of like a banked racetrack making a, a, a turn. And so I pray, Father, that you would help all of us, uh, everyone at the sound of our voice, us, us included, uh, to, to transition, to turn through. And yeah. the, image, the image I saw was like there was such traction, there was such ease. It wasn't you know, out of control. It found its, it found its rhythm. Yeah. I pray, Father, that the rhythm of the turn, the rhythm of the transition, that we'd find our traction to progress through the turn with, with momentum right now in Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, I, I just feel like um, um, God is repositioning and positioning. I feel like there's massive upgrades for those who are willing to radically believe the Lord um, and and willing to change, change, um, change how how we choose to hear and mm. the way that we process. So God's actually going to just release upgrades mm -hmm. on everyone's capacity mm -hmm. to process yeah. what the Lord gives them. Yeah. And um, for anybody who's outside of a prophetic community, we declare in Jesus name that you will, um, it will be easy to find people who are mature in the Lord and who can hear God well to help you discern what is and is not God in this next season. And, and to help you grab on to the realities of what heaven is saying, not just what you're feeling, not just mm. what you're sensing, but heaven is going to speak louder than all the other things in this season. And so, Holy Spirit, I pray that you would just cut through the noise, cut through all the distractions and surround people with with wisdom, with with I just see mothers and fathers coming alongside of mm -hmm. the prophetic voices, allowing there to be a home and evaluation on you, regardless of your gifting. And we thank you for that in Jesus. Okay. Amen. 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 All right, let's 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 hit a couple of these things real quick. Uh, we got to start with Dave. He's still laughing. Oh, hi, <laughs> Dave. I'm so Good. glad you laughed. Keep going. Yes, yes, yes. From Deborah, and she said that when you were talking, Mark. And then uh, Tony 
and Angie said, amen, Tony and Angie, we love you. Uh, Kathy, yes, we need heaven's perspective in order to interpret anything so right good. now. Um, Aaron Rollins, hey, yes, Aaron. Lord. What's up, Aaron? <laughs> I love you guys. This is awesome. Uh, Dave, you have to look through look through the turn. Look where you want Ooh, That's it. a good word. Dave races. He races. He races. Yep. Amen. Amen. And then uh, amen from Deborah, Kevin Snyder. Thanks, guys. Awesome. Well, hey, um, thank you, everyone, for watching. Like, thank share, you. subscribe, share this out. Listen, if you're blessed by this, help us grow. Mm -hmm. uh, we we want to continue to expand our influence. We want to continue to give things that, that will bless people, that will bless you, bless those people that, that you uh, operate with. We say, hi, hey, Aaron, hey, <laughs> you know, awesome. I love it. So make sure you do like it because actually that engagement helps our rankings, our ratings. It helps us come up in other people's feeds. So just, just, you know, do your part, like it, share it, subscribe, do all that stuff. And if you don't like Facebook as a platform, check us out on YouTube. Uh, we're live on YouTube and can interact the exact same way as on Facebook on YouTube. All right. With that, happy new year, everybody. Amen. Welcome to 2021. It's about to go down. <laughs> You're prophesying. It's okay. going to be good. It's going to be good. All right. Bless you guys. Everybody you guys. have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.